Hello, everybody. My name is Gavin, and I am the host of this new podcast, Ballads of the Vasani. This is going to be a D&D campaign where we will be playing through Curse of Strahd. As you've uh, already heard, hopefully, from the last couple episodes, we are interviewing the players. And, uh, yeah, today we are joined by... It's our me. artificer. Yeah. Artificer. That's right. Yep. The gun boy. The the gun boyo. Uh and yeah. Hello, Helika. Do you wanna Hi Gavin? <laughs> so glad to be here. Glad to have you. Um Yeah, let's just get right into the interview, I guess. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. <laughs> um okay. So Okay, we're gonna let you in on this, uh viewers. We kind of fucked up. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Again. 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 This is this is a growing trend. You know. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah. So you know the first question that's coming. I do. <laughs> How much experience do you have with D and D? I was introduced to D and D around my sophomore year of high school. I found it through the podcast, The Adventure Zone. Love the balance arc. That's what inspired me to become a DM. I later went on to DM two campaigns that were like relatively unsuccessful, but fun. Um, the most experience I have with D&D is as a player, so very excited. Yeah, I'm excited to get this campaign going and seeing how everybody kind of like interacts with each other, what their styles of play are. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one of those things chatting with Galen. I've gotten the vibes that he is going to be there for combat. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more of a com- combat player. That's and so um exciting. It, okay, so I'm going to let you in, and you could listen to the episode. You could. I could. Uh, <laughs> but part of the reason why they're so much more into combat is because uh, they originally started playing D&D with their family. And, you know, it, uh, as they described it, it was just kind of a bit awkward to be role-playing with... With your family! With your family. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I've only ever known D&D in the sense of, like, um, friends. So it's like... That plays a big thing. Yeah. yeah, that's how it is for me. I uh, I ended up starting with friends back in high school, not my sophomore year, my senior year actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the most experience here. Uh, we have a question in the audience. Imagine sitting around a table with your family and going, "I want to fuck that." Oh, you see, you see, you know, seduce. you know, my friend Eli. He started playing D and D with his family. <laughs> I'm not saying it went that direction, but I need to ask <laughs> Eli about yeah. his experience you with ever, D&D. You ever had to seduce your way out of a dragon's cave in front of your mom? <laughs> you have to seduce your parents? Did you ever have to seduce your parents <laughs> to avoid combat? The Oedipus complex, if you will. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. But no, no, no. So, like, they have, like, that interesting background where they've been playing uh, D&D for years, and uh, they've actually played Curse of Strahd for a long-ass time. Oh, so Galen's used to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played in 3.5, and their campaign went from 2007, right, to 2011. <gasps> they finished Halloween night. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, we are going to make, I mean, poor Galen like, already knows the ins and outs of Curse of Strahd, at least to some extent. We're going to make it so much more difficult, because I know, like... <laughs> The elves and I are all like aggressively <laughs> role play heavy people. 
And I think we've, for the most part, built characters built to fuck around. <laughs> fuck around and find out. That's, yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. But no, so like because of the group dynamic, like it's obviously one of those things. I haven't interviewed Elliot, so I don't know what their style of play is. But like, I'm hoping that in this upcoming campaign, I'll be able to balance exploration, combat, and role playing relatively well. I believe you will. We've been talking about your campaign behind the scenes um, quite a oh, bit over oh, in Dana. Oh, <laughs> trying to like guess what your style is going to be. I think my my bets has always been Gavin's going to be a very balanced DM. We're going to make it work. That's what I want to try. It, it's one of those things. So fuck, I I, I wish I would have brought this up with the other interviewees. But I'm I'm debating because I know it makes it a pain in the ass uh, using components and spells. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and like you know, keeping track of uh, if you if you use like you know ammunition, keeping track of your ammunition. Because yeah. isn't it a shame if you're in mid battle, you weren't keeping track, and you're like, you go into your pouch, you have nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's nothing to fire. Ooh. You have nothing to fire. That means you don't have to keep track. That yeah. means you don't have to keep track. Yeah. Yikes. That'd be funny though. <laughs> I guess that's sort of the the magic of being an artificer is that, like, worst comes to worst, I can produce my own bullets eventually. Yeah. And literally, because Awakened Ooze, my body is a bullet fest. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) I'm so excited to play. I think it's going to be a really great campaign, genuinely. Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, so I've thought about using, um, you know, keeping track of ammunition. Um... I've thought about keeping track of XP. That would be exciting. I would like that. Yeah. Rather than doing a milestone. Yeah. Like milestone is one of those things. It's it's the system that I'm used to. Yeah. And it's one of those things. I'm not going to like. So I'm not going to tell you guys, okay, this is how much XP you get. Because I don't want you guys to track it. I don't want you guys to know. Right. And I don't want you guys to know how much XP I'm shelling out for stuff. Right, but you would be keeping track of it behind the scenes, and then yeah. oh, so it would feel like milestone to us, but for you, you would actually be like keeping track wow, of XP. It would be like legit growth. That would be interesting. Yeah. Either way, um, that's something that I've wanted to bring up, and I've kind of thought about, but I've forgotten to with each interviewing, and it's just like yeah. Well, so yeah, remember for Elliot's. <laughs> yeah, the, these are the, the these are the episodes. More is getting brought up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my next question for you. Do you have a favorite character that you've played as? A favorite character? Currently, so I'm in Ellie's campaign. I'm sure she mentioned it in her little interview. Um, I'm playing as the chain devil monk, Belphegor Diosmanthus. Uh, he's definitely my favorite um, because right before Belphegor, I was playing as a, a child. <laughs> in Ellie's other campaign and that wasn't working out because her NPCs would treat me as a child so we couldn't get information it's like fuck god damn it so playing as um, a more charming um, and less conniving adult is really fun because I think all of my characters previous to Belphegor have been like um, shitty crime ladies (laughs) ladies out to commit crime or find their sister so it's been nice playing as like a character who's genuinely a good person and trying his best but also like capable of lying if he needs to yeah so he's definitely my favorite i love monks i love their fighting style they're so cool i mean it's one of those things so i I mentioned it in the previous 
interview. Uh, the, the hill that I'm willing to die on because it was my first uh, class is Ranger. And that's why yes. I... And that's why it's one of those things. Like, I want to... I get irritated with 5e sometimes because of how much it's gotten rid of, like, exploration as, like, a like game mechanics and, like, the importance of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's, like... I don't know. I thought it was always one of those things that it's interesting to see. And, like, because 5e has moved away from exploration, it just kind of have stunted the ranger. Yeah, which sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm willing to die on that fucking hill. <laughs> that, like, a ranger? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elite. But no, no, no. So it's definitely one of those things. Started out with a ranger, went to monk, went to druid, went to bard, and uh, now I'll be DMing. Woo! That's so exciting. Yeah. I think I've, like, gone around the park in terms of classes. Because I started with ranger, went to bard, stayed with bard for, like, three more characters. And then fighter, wizard, artificer, monk. This is my second time playing an artificer. My first was a magical girl. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) She had a little pose, but her gun was just a Glock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's that's pretty fucking great. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I can respect that. I can respect that. Definitely playing this artificer a little differently. Maybe not so many magical girl poses, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hey, hey, hey. We, we call them what they are. They're JoJo poses. They are JoJo poses. No one is willing to admit that. <laughs> People are right. cowards. People are afraid. <laughs> People are afraid to admit how <laughs> innate JoJo is in life. It's true. So... Mm, okay, it, moving from like your favorite character that you've kind of played as, um, can you tell us a bit about who your character is going to be for this upcoming campaign? Sure. So, as you know, I'll be playing the Awakened Ooze Artificer, All Seraph Goldleaf. He's he looks like he's a half elf in his sixties because that's the form he has taken on. Um, his current character motivation is to go to the ocean because he thinks he's eloping with the dead body that he's taken the form of. Yep, yep, which is which is going to be fun when they end up in a realm that doesn't really <laughs> have, an have an ocean. ocean. <laughs> he does have like absolutely no sense of direction, so oh, he's just oh. he thinks every step is towards the ocean. Eventually, do do they have green hair? Oop, oop! Did I just steal Zoro from One Piece? Maybe. Fucking hell. Maybe. <laughs> Listen, peak uh, fiction, peak fiction. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, more about this character. Can you tell us kind of like their stats, their ideals, maybe, I don't know, uh, their bonds? Ooh. I think ideals, All Seraph is, what is he? I don't know how to describe his ideals. I think for him, there's a very special relationship that every sentient organism shares with their body. So anytime someone dies for him, he sees it as a divorce, as though they have divorced their own body and died. And he almost blames the soul, which is kind of kind of whack. Yeah. He has not seen much okay. of the um the larger world. So he's very limited in what he understands, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting that vibe. Um yeah. you know, I I think this is something 
one of our audience members, Victoria, has been bringing up is the fear of how many idiots are going to be in the party. Oh, yeah. No, All Seraph is an absolute airhead. He knows nothing. He's like, he's so stupid. You would think for like an ooze that's lived for thousands and thousands of years, he would know anything. He doesn't. He hasn't known anything ever. Head empty. Oh, God, this is going to be an interesting campaign. <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Surely one of us has to be competent, right? I, I'm so hoping it's Elliot or Galen. Oh, it's not it's Elliot. <laughs> That's... Okay. Okay. It's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll fight Strahd eventually. Galen may know what they're doing, but I don't know about their character. That's fair. That's fair. <gasps> Galen doesn't seem the type to metagame, so... Oh, yikes. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, God. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, this is, it's going to be a whole thing. But yeah. Um, so it's like that's one of All Seraph's major ideals is the body thing. For the most part, he treats everybody pretty well. He respects life, surprisingly. Um, How do you think they'll interact with Strahd? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> like, Seraph can't even possibly imagine if, like a dragon or a goblin. He's never like encountered a creature before, period. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, I have no clue how he's going to respond. Kind of ironic coming from the slime. I know, it's the best part. Okay. That's, that's pretty great. Uh, it's, it's definitely one of those things I am excited to see how like your character will interact with Grey, with Mirren, with oh, yeah. whatever Galen's character name is. <laughs> and Lyran Wallace. Lyran? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a lot of growth from Seraph. That's what that's my big hope for him. Because again, starting off as a major airhead, it's an experience. Oh yeah, I hope that we can destroy that and your character is cynical by the end. <laughs> he probably will be. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> like yeah. it, I mean it's one of those things, like I think I've I've mentioned it before while just kind of like chatting with everyone. I want to emotionally eviscerate you all. <laughs> That doesn't feel ominous at all. <laughs> I feel so safe. No, 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 no. Like, I, I hope it's a fun experience, but I hope, like, this is a experience that is, like, y you know, everyone's attached to the characters, and, like, there's gonna... I hope there will be touching moments. I will... I hope that you all will bond with role-playing and have fun dungeon-crawling and exploring the world. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Um... So yeah, what what are your expectations for Curse of Strahd? What are your expectations for this upcoming campaign? And is there anything that you, like mechanic-wise, you would want or anything like that? Ooh. So as it is right now, I know absolutely nothing about Curse of Strahd as a module. I have avoided all content for it in like anticipation for this campaign. So my expectations, I'm just, I'm looking for a good time. I'm looking for, I mean, like you just said, touching moments and emotional experience. I don't want Seraph to die. <laughs> That's all. Um, the dice will decide. I know they will. I just hope they decide in his favor. <laughs> mm. I mean, you all got a death domain cleric, so. Theoretically, we should be fine. Whose dumb stat is fucking this Dex? Is fucking Dex, yeah. Seraph stats, I don't have a sheet on me right now, but from what I recall, he's pretty decent. That's good. He's incredible. I think his dex is like 18. I think he's up there. 
Oh. Because, I mean, it fucking better be. Yeah, get, an that, artificer. Get, get that AC up. That's that's completely fair. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm trying to think what else, though. I've always wanted in a D&D campaign, I've always wanted to be on a boat. I like boats. I like fighting things from the boat. I don't know if Seraph knows what a boat is. But so, I think it'd be cool. So I don't know if this will ever pop up in Curse of Strahd, but at some point I would love to run uh, Ghosts of Saltmarsh in kind of like a pirate yeah. campaign. Please, please. I want pirate outfits. I want everyone to get a pirate outfit. That would be pretty dope. You want to run your prince in that? <gasps> That's a, You'll be playing a warlock in Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I can respect that. I can respect that. But yeah, and um, this is kind of a new question that I've been thinking of, and hopefully I'll uh, be able to compile everybody else's answer to this if I can get them like, hey, just say this. What's your <laughs> like, answer? Like, what do you hey, think? Would saying that everyone lives. Yes, because everyone will. Saying that everyone lives. Yeah. Would it be interesting and fun to see these characters pop up again? Oh, like in this world? As like NPCs or people playing them again i think it'd be amazing yeah i think it'd be really fun battle <laughs> tournament arc tournament, tournament arc <laughs> the campaign ended the, 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 the curtains have closed they open again are you ready to rumble please please, please. i changed my answer um it's only acceptable if it's a tournament arc <laughs> i i either want to duke it out as my slime boy or i want to duke it out with my slime boy <laughs> See, I, I, it's one of those things, like, I've wanted to do that myself as a player. I've really wanted to, like, do, like, a battle royale with the rest of the players. Because it's one of those things, you know, you get someone who's a bit cocky just like, oh, yeah, like, this character, uber powerful. Yeah. Uh, maybe I was that person. Fuck. Some little flashbacks. Getting a getting a couple flashbacks. Maybe it was just me and the whole party. We're like, we're gods. Cocky we're powerful. Yeah. We're cocky motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all it's always one of those things. I want our characters to fight. Yeah, just duke it out. I want to make new characters. Like, okay, to fight. okay. I'm sorry, Shane. My druid, Circle of the Moon, could have 100 percent kicked your necromancy ass. Oh my god. Love you, Shane. <laughs> We make it personal. We start taking bets against each other. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, but like it's a, it's an interesting concept because then it becomes like, well, I mean, it, it's almost like you feel vindicated if your class character wins. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we kind of forgot to ask it during this recording, but I, I did want to ask again. Um, or did I? Uh, experience with other tabletop rolling playing games besides D&D. Oh, yes. I have experience with exactly one Monster of the Week. <laughs> I DM'd an unfortunately unsuccessful uh, Monster of the Week campaign. Would love to run that again for a potential one-shot. Still have the notes. Uh, you two are obviously awesome. invited. Awesome. And that's that's recorded. That's, that's recorded that's and going to be aired. So The rest of the party is also invited. <laughs> recorded and aired, recorded everyone. Recorded <laughs> Um, but yeah, Monster of the Week is the most experience I've had with a, um, another tabletop. So. Awesome. Well, uh, I think that is all I have. 
And uh, yeah, thank you for joining joining us in this live studio audience. <laughs> I know. I can't believe how many people made it out here tonight. Right? How did they even know we were here? Fucking so amazing. Awesome <laughs> I, know, I was just about to say, <laughs> don't forget to listen to Off the Notepad. <laughs> Submit y'all, to Camus. Y'all say that shit so... Oh my god. <laughs> this podcast is not associated with Camus. Uh, no, or Off the Notepad. <laughs> This is Ballads from the Vistani. I've been your host and DM, Gavin. (laughs) Thank you for listening.